0: It's draft season, and Harvey's Huddle is back! I'm your host, Jackson Harvey. It's been too long. Uh, Just for an update, I guess, uh, all my professors had gone on strike for a little bit, and once they got back, everything kind of, I don't know, plummeted for me in terms of scheduling, so... I personally want to apologize, I haven't been able to get as much content out as I would have liked to, but we're here, the NFL draft is nigh, it's nigh, it's here, and everyone and their mother's dog are doing mock drafts, and you know what, I did one too. If you're over here and if you're checking out this episode, you've seen my mock draft and uh, at least you've seen a part of it, but we're gonna talk a little bit about the picks I made, the huge trade I make in my mock draft, and uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about them break down how I think they're gonna help the team that chooses them I mean top ten it's pretty straightforward for the most part, so. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna break all that down, talk about some draft picks. Um, in terms of like a schedule for the rest of the off season, I've tried to make up a pretty a pretty rough sketch of what I think the off is gonna look like. Um, if you were with us last season or last off season, I went through and I uh, previewed division by division. Until uh, ultimately making my Super Bowl pick with the Arizona Cardinals. And of course, that worked out for a good eight weeks and then fizzled out. But planning to do it all again. And mostly on a bi weekly basis. Uh, We'll start June 1st and then we'll do, you know, every two weeks another division. Usually, I do, you know, if I do the AFC West one week, I'm going to do the NFC West the other week. Uh so we'll we'll go around each division, eat all eight of them, and then ultimately talk about the playoffs, talk about who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. Now that playoff um episode should come out sometime the end of August. Of course, a lot of things can happen. Just ask the Baltimore Ravens between the end of August and the beginning of June. So I might have some tweaks in there to my predictions, depending on what happens injury-wise in the offseason. But it all should be able to work itself out by the end of August and by that final episode. Um, I'm going to do a post-draft reaction sometime beginning of May. And then I'm going to do way too early predictions, I think. Uh, maybe before the draft. Hopefully I can get that done. Um, but pre-draft pred- predictions for each team. And then we'll see at the post-draft if it changes anything. Okay? We'll we'll take a look at that. Um, keep shooting me messages. Keep shooting me questions, comments. Uh, I love hearing from you guys, hearing about different things to talk about. I did have... A couple of episodes drawn up that my, I might get to um, recording, especially one. I mean, so many quarterbacks went in free agency and we still have a lot of quarterbacks that have yet to uh, find a home looking at you, Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield. Um, so I might pull the trigger and do that as well uh, just for your listening ears To hear me ramble about offseason moves, especially with the quarterbacks, and I don't know, if you haven't uh, heard it already, I don't really like the Russell Wilson move as much as everyone else does, so eh, I could be stupid for that, or maybe I'm a genius. I'm going to lead towards the latter. Let's talk NFL Draft. So, NFL Draft, we're in Las Vegas this year uh what i want to do is i'm going to go through the first 10 picks that i have on my draft board and then maybe hit some highlights uh with what i think is kind of outlandish or probably not what <laughs> most people have on their draft board uh we will we'll see how this looks we'll see how this works if you remember last year i I'd planned out and somewhat executed well <laughs> a uh, live stream on the night before the draft, but figuring I hadn't really planned out a lot uh, of time to give people to kind of clear their schedules so they can hear my draft expertise, of course, Um And, you know, I'm still at the end of the semester, and it's killing me. So I don't have time to do it. So here we are. We're going to do a pre-recorded one, um, and we're going to talk about the number one pick. Now, a lot of people have the Jaguars doing who knows what. At the beginning of the offseason, it was all Evan Neal all the time. Jaguars need an offensive lineman. Um, Evan Neal, I think, is still a good pick for... The number one. Uh, Then again, now we're seeing Ike Mekuanu kind of taking over the number one offensive lineman spot after his pro day uh, and after the combine. So either one of those I think are a good pick at number one. However, however, I have, even though Doug Peterson loves his offensive lineman, I have the Jaguars taking Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, number one pick. Now, that's not too outlandish, uh, but let's not overthink it. They're not going to take a Trayvon Walker. They're not going to take a chance on that, I th- don't think, and I hope not. As uh, the resident Jaguars fan in the room, Hutchinson's the best proven talent. And when I think of someone that I want lining up opposite of Josh Allen for the Jaguars off- or defensive line, it's Aiden Hutchinson. Like, imagine if Josh Allen is going to take a lot of attention away, then I want Aiden Hutchinson to take advantage of that. If Hutchinson all of a sudden starts taking uh, attention away from Josh Allen, that's going to be a lethal, lethal double dose of edge rushers in Jacksonville. And who knows? They could once again become the Saxonville of old in 2017. Uh, Now at number two, I've got something big happening. There's been a lot of talk. You know, New Orleans, they traded for the 19th pick. They hold the 16th pick and the 19th pick. The Detroit Lions will trade the number two pick to the New Orleans Saints for the number 16th pick and the number 19th pick in the same draft. And the New Orleans Saints will select with the number two pick Malik Willis, quarterback, go to Liberty. Uh, huge move for the Saints, I think. I don't know how convinced they are of Jameis Winston. Um, it seems like Taysom Hill is moving to tight end for some reason. And I think they're going to try to make a move to get up here and get Malik Willis. I, why not? Malik Willis or, you know, you could see uh, Pickett getting picked here for the Saints. But I think they're going to make a move. Why have why trade for the 19th pick if you don't plan to package that and move up in the draft, in my opinion? So we'll see them skyrocket to number two, grab their guy before anyone else, because who knows what the Houston Texans are going to do. Uh, and, you know, I think that it's a good move, quality move. Uh, for a quarterback that a lot of people have as their, their quarterback with the most potential, he has the highest ceiling according to a lot of people around the league. And so I think it's a good move by the saints who, you know, they lost Sean Payton. They've lost Drew Brees. Jameis Winston had some injury issues last season. Uh, great rookie kid that they can get and learn in and hopefully Well-tuned enough to be able to start in the near future. Okay, now let's talk about the number three pick. It's kind of a mysterious pick. You know, the Houston Texans, they need someone everywhere. Uh, And, you know, I don't know if you've listened to Levy Smith and any of his questions about his quarterback, Davis Mills. I know, you might be thinking, who is that? He was a rookie last year. He didn't play too badly. He didn't play too bad. Um, in his 2021 season, uh, but you know, it was the Texans, so everything was bad. Um, Lovey Smith loves the heck out of this guy, it's like he's Tom Brady reincarnate, like it's just it's it's crazy how much he loves Mills, and what I think he's gonna try to do in this draft. Crazy enough is he's going to try to build around him, and who do the Texans take with the number three pick tackle out of Alabama evan Neal with the amount of praise that he that levy Smith is giving Mills they're going to protect him with Neil proven tackle great I mean great choice if you think. If you think Mills is your guy. If you think Mills is your guy as much as Lovey Smith thinks, then props to you. Go out, get your guy, Evan Neal. Uh, number four, the New York Jets. Lots of players on the board at this point. You know, you have a lot of quality players, quality wide receivers. I have them taken in Kayvon Thibodeau. Ed Rusher out of Oregon, heading to New York. Uh, you know... Why not? Sala wants to beef up the, beef up the defensive line, beef up the defense in general, uh, and Thibodeau's the kind of guy that will get it done. Um, he's got a mouth on him. He talks, talks like he he has the mouth of Baker Mayfield. Let's just say that. I I think I think a lot when I hear him speak. I think of some of the recent quotes that we have from Baker Mayfield, and I think, wow, that's a defensive Baker Mayfield right there. Uh, I think it's an easy pick. Thibodeau, he's he's falling to four, um, and he could very well. I mean, he, he's got a pretty high ceiling as well, and I think he can do a lot. He can do a lot in New York. Uh, he can do a lot with Salah, and I think it's a great choice for the Jets. Staying in the state... Staying in the city, let's go to the New York Giants. Number five pick, I have them taking Charles Cross, tackle out of Mississippi State. That's right, not Iquanu. Charles Cross. I think they they need a quality tackle, and they choose Cross, and they do the they do the New York Giants thing where they don't necessarily take the guy that's everyone's buzzing about, but they're gonna take. They're going to take the guy that fills their need. Uh, Cross isn't terribly bad. He's up there. He's being talked about with the Neal and with uh, the Iquanu, and <laughs> he's being talked about just alongside. One, two, three for these three guys. So I think Cross is a good pick for the Giants. Uh, number six for the Carolina Panthers, I have Ikem Iquanu getting picked up. So that's three tackles in the top six. That's... It's pretty crazy. Um, but Iquano is gonna become the third offensive tackle drafted. Uh Panthers are gonna find their quarterback somewhere. I don't know if you saw it. Ben McAdoo is just a McAdoofus. Um he, he bugs me so much, but he said in one of his recent interviews, he was asked, Is Sam Darnold your quarterback? And he said, Yes, yeah, Sam Darnold is our starting quarterback. Then doubles back and says, you know, I've been learning how to talk with the media. I wasn't supposed to tell you that. (laughs) So, um, whatever, dude. Whatever. I don't think they go quarterback here. I think they get some protection. Uh, They get some possible protection for Christian McCaffrey. Even though he will probably be traded um, either during this draft or after the draft. But, yeah. Yeah. Panthers go out and get some protection for their starting quarterback Sam Darnold and for their star running back number 7 we got the Giants again uh, I have them taking a steal with Sauce Gardner, a mod Gardner from Cincinnati falling to 7 uh, which is insane it's insane for a talented cornerback like him to fall to 7 but you know what I think the Giants are able to risk it, get their tackle. Um, and I mean, they only have one pick in between their two picks, so it's not much of a risk, but they, they get a defensive player, a solid defensive player. You know, you have a Mod Gardner and you have a uh, Kayvon Thibodeau in the same city. That's going to be pretty interesting, considering that uh, that city is also New York, which is known for media craziness. So. That's going to be a lot of fun to see those two those two players in the same city. Uh, number eight for the Atlanta Falcons. A lot of people have them as number one. A few people at least. Trayvon Walker out of Georgia, the edge, edge rusher out of Georgia. Um, Atlanta gets a Georgia star, which is amazing. They will not pass that up. Trayvon Walker sitting at eight is a gold mine for Atlanta. And I think they, they bolster a really kind of bad defensive front <laughs> for the Falcons. I mean, they're not doing much, the Falcons, so why not? Go get the Georgia star that's going to bring ticket sales. Go get the athlete who's going to play well, train well, and probably do well. And that's exactly what the Falcons do. Uh, number nine, we have the Seattle Seahawks. Now, a lot of people are calling for... A lot of people, I've seen a few people... Calling for the Seahawks to kind of enter a rebuild mode. I mean, they're not doing much. I don't see them making it out of the basement of the NFC West this season. And I see them trying to build. Build back on defense. Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU, the cornerback... Is being picked at number 9 by the Seattle Seahawks. They need to do something in the secondary. And let me tell you. Jamal Adams at safety is not it. He is not doing anything for you. Nothing. He's doing nothing. And so to go out and get a quality cornerback in Stingley Jr. Um, I think is a fantastic choice. And a great step in the right direction for a Seattle defense that has really struggled against the pass in the past couple seasons. Uh, they've been up there in terms of passing yardage allowed. I believe they've been in they're either in the top five or the top 10 of uh, most passing yards allowed in the NFL in the past two seasons. So they need someone to help out and Stingley is your man. And at number 10, Let's go the New York Jets with their second pick in the first round. Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. Um, I think it's a great pickup at 10. They go defensive twice instead of going wide receiver with that second pick. I think they go defense again and try to, to... I mean, last year was kind of their... Their offensive year, I think, in terms of draft, you got Zach Wilson, um, you got Elijah Vera Tucker, uh, you got Elijah Moore. And this year, I think, in the first round, go and get your defensive guys, go and get your Kayvon and your Kyle Hamilton, and go and bolster that defense for a defensive minded coach, and you're going to have a pretty decently balanced team. And I think the Jets could shock some people with these two picks. And with uh, the rest of the season, with if these picks are correct and they go this route for both their uh, first-round picks, look out because I think the Jets can uh, can shock some teams this season. Now, that's the top ten. Hutchinson, Willis, to the Saints, Neil, Thibodeau, Cross, Iquanu, Gardner, Walker, Stingley Jr., and Hamilton. Um, Let's talk about some other big names, big names, big choices that I have in my mock draft. Uh, At number 13, another pick by the Houston Texans. I have the first wide receiver off the board, Drake London out of USC. I I don't think, I think, well, I think they're going to try to pick up some offensive players. I know Levy Smith is a defensive minded coach, but he loves again, Davis mills so much for some reason that I think he's going to try to build an offense around him. And he's going to go after one of the more talented wide receivers in the draft in Drake London. Um, And I think it's going to add a pretty decent weapon for mills. If he can, if he can play well, if he can play well, Uh, At number 16, so the Detroit Lions first pick, I have them picking Kobe Dean, um, but 19 is the big one for the Detroit Lions. Matt Corral. They don't pick a quarterback with their first pick, but I think they pick up Matt Corral, not Kenny Pickett, but Matt Corral. Matt Corral? Matt Corral? I don't know. I've heard it both ways. Um but i think they pick up the mississippi quarterback i like the way that he he looks like he's going to fit well on a dan campbell team just just from what i've seen from him i think dan campbell is going to like him i think he's a good choice with so many people interested in pickett i know but i think i think I think Dan Campbell springs for it and picks Coral, Corral Matt Coral, Matt Corral, whatever. It's late. I can't... Uh, <laughs> Obviously, I can't pronounce his name. That's hilarious. Um, at number 17, I have Garrett Wilson going to the Chargers. That's going to be pretty interesting. Pretty fast uh, addition to a team that already has Keenan Allen. And Justin Herbert's already throwing the ball super well, so add a weapon like Wilson and forget about it. That offense is going to be nuts. And I really think the Chargers could fight for the number one spot in the AFC West, especially with that pickup. Um, Let's see. Any other picks that I wanted to talk about? Number 24 is interesting for me, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys could go a lot of different ways. Um, I have Jamison Williams going to the Eagles at number 18. Uh, Eagles draft a wide receiver again I know but um the Cowboys could go a lot of different ways they can go defense they can go offensive line um, they can go defensive secondary but I have i I listened to an interview on good morning football with Zion Johnson and he was just fantastic fantastic to listen to and his recollection and his stories about him, um, learning the game of football and really learning all of the offensive line positions was incredible to me and just fantastic. And how, how if he's playing guard, he's a better guard because he knows what the tackle in the center are going to do. And I think that would be such a valuable pickup for the Dallas Cowboys is to go get Zion Johnson, the guard out of Boston college and go, go get your guy. Go get a guy who's smart um, in on with the football, who seems like a fantastic uh, locker room addition. And I think it all, all around would be a fantastic pick for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, for the Chiefs, they've got two picks back to back 29 and 30. Uh, I have them taking a cornerback, uh, Andrew Booth Jr., corner out of Clemson. And then I have them taking a wide receiver, Traylon Burks, out of Arkansas. I think uh, if there's anyone that can take some wide receiver and draft him in the first round and mold him to be the next Patrick Mahomes' favorite target of the 2022 season, I think it's Andy Reid in and the Chiefs. Uh, so I would not be surprised if they went a wide receiver with any of those two picks. And, you know, there you have it. I'll post the rest of it on social media. You can get a look at um, what we have talked about. And you can ask me questions. I mean, I, I've i got stuff written for everyone that I picked here. Uh, so let me know if you have any questions about my board. Um, any questions about the uh, schedule for the rest of the off season. Shoot me messages, uh, comments, tweets, whatever you want and I will make sure to answer them for you. Um, well, thank you so much for listening. This has been Harvey's Huddle. Uh, I Sorry, I haven't even mentioned. Go take a look at social media. Um, speaking about Twitter and comments, uh, we're on social media. We're on Instagram at Harvey's Huddle, on Twitter at Harvey's underscore Huddle, and we're on Facebook as well. All the links are in the episode description, so go take a look at that. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Jackson Harvey. This has been Harvey's Huddle. Take care.